you are a corporate professional. You're smart. You work hard. Yet, you're not where you want to be financially. Well, we're about to give you an exclusive invitation to the Crore Club. All you have to do is take it, come on inside, and learn. This is the Crore Club. You're about to learn from a very successful CXO-level corporate professional and entrepreneur with more than two and a half decades of experience. We're going to get your salary to one crore per annum. You're too smart and work too hard not to achieve corporate success and the salary of your dreams. Welcome to the Crore Club. Now your host, Anjani B. Kumar. Hello, friends. Welcome to a brand new episode of the Crore Club. Today, we are going to talk about a very interesting topic which will be extremely useful in your journey towards the Crore Club. We are going to talk about corporate politics and how to navigate through corporate politics. Now, this could be a little controversial also because a lot of people say that they don't want to play politics, they don't want to be a part of the corporate politics. But the reality is that I'm not telling you to play politics. But you can't stop others from playing politics. Because at the end of the day, if you have to reach the top 1%, you have to beat those 99% of the people and they will do everything possible to move ahead of you and they will play all sort of politics. So how you can really understand that politics is getting played around you, so build an understanding of that and secondly, how you can also build strategies so that you can counter everything that is happening around you. That's very important because you have to understand that the corporate world is all about ambitions, interests and power dynamics and all these things converge together. And if you don't understand and try to master the art of navigating through the corporate politics, you won't become successful. You won't be able to reach the top. You won't be able to reach the crore club. So that's the reason you have to understand that corporate politics is a very complex interplay of alliances, power struggles and strategic maneuvering. And it can significantly impact your career within an organization. So you will have to rise above it and you have to craft a truly impactful strategy that can set stage for not only surviving, but thriving amidst all these things that is happening around you. So. This episode is going to be extremely crucial and you have to understand and really try to figure out your own strategy based on all the inputs that I will give you. I'll give you a five-step plan and by using this five-step plan, you can really build an understanding of how corporate politics gets played and how you can build your own strategy to counter it. And these are based on the principles of leadership, communication and adaptability. So it's a dynamic approach that you will have to take. And it's not just about being able to survive, right? It, you have to thrive in this whole environment. Then only you will be able to beat everybody else. So that's the reason. Listen to this whole episode completely. Understand what is being said. Understand the whole five-step plan. And then accordingly build your own strategy around what you are facing in your current company and probably in your future companies also. 
So let's begin. Now the first step of this five-step plan is to carry out a power mapping exercise of your current organization. Now this may sound very complex, but it is not. What I'm telling you is to try to understand and identify the individuals or groups with significant power and influence within the organization. So what you have to really understand and try to do is to first figure out overall organization structure. Because a lot of times what happens is that we keep working in our respective departments. We know that who our bosses are, peers are, but we don't bother about the larger organization. And which is a big mistake because ultimately at the end of the day, you have to reach the top and which will involve the larger organization. You will need support from the larger system, not just your own particular department or business group. So that's why you will have to first understand the overall organization structure. Who are the key people? What are the roles they are actually playing in the overall success of the organization? And this is called the power mapping exercise where you try to figure out that who are the individuals or who are, you know, which are the groups, groups of people who have significant power and influence. It could be your boss. It could be many of the peers of your boss also. And you may realize that at times that your boss may not be so powerful in this whole game. So then the most important thing is to figure out that where those center of powers lie and then you will have to align yourself to those centers of power. You will have to align your goals with theirs and seek opportunities to collaborate on projects or initiatives with them. That's extremely critical because if you're not able to do that, if you don't understand these power centers within your organization, then you will not be able to seek support from them. So that's the reason this power mapping exercise is extremely crucial. And then you will have to build strategic alliances with these key individuals or groups of people. And by building relationships with these influential figures, you can leverage their support to navigate complex political dynamics and drive your agenda forward. Because you will need support. Let me just tell you very clearly that Corporate success cannot be achieved alone. It's a larger system which works together. And that's the reason you need support from a large set of people, not just your own boss, your peers or subordinates. No, there's a larger system which comes into play. And probably in the beginning of your career, maybe you, know, you will interact with a smaller group. But as you move up in your career, as you reach the middle and senior management level, this larger system starts playing a significant role in your life. And that is where if you don't have an understanding of this power dynamics, of these influence processes which are operational within the organization, then you will not be able to move up. Others will use them more effectively than you. And without you realizing, you will get pushed backwards. And this is what I've seen happening with a lot of people where their understanding of these power equations are so shallow that they don't know what is happening with them because they don't carry out this power mapping exercise. And people who carry out this exercise, who understand these centers of power, who align themselves well with these power centers become extremely successful. 
And let me also tell you, because a lot of times when I coach people, they tell me that, you know, are you telling me to play politics? No, I'm not telling you to play politics. What I'm telling you to build an understanding of what works in your organization. Who are the powerful people? Align yourself well with them. Because at the end of the day, the key decision makers, the key influencers, they will define your career progression. People who don't have power, they cannot do anything. And that's the reason if they don't know you, if they don't know what you are doing, if they don't appreciate your work, how will you become successful? So that's the reason this mapping is extremely important. This alignment is extremely important. And you must carry out this exercise as a first step of this five-step plan. Let's move to the second step of our action plan. Now here, what is critical for you to understand that What is your personal brand? How you are positioning yourself in the organization? Because personal branding becomes extremely critical in becoming successful in an environment where you will have to navigate through all the politics which is happening around you. So if you don't position yourself as a thought leader in your field by consistently sharing valuable insights and perspective, it will be difficult for you to stand out. So you will have to establish a very strong personal brand that showcases your expertise and unique contributions. You can write articles, give presentations and participate in industry events to demonstrate your knowledge and innovative thinking. And a well-established personal brand not only enhances your credibility but also enables you to influence discussions and decisions, making it harder for political maneuvering to overshadow your contributions. So let's understand it this way, that if people know you and people would know you when you have a strong personal brand, then they will be more than keen to really give you a positive support when you face difficult situations, when people play politics, because they would have seen you somewhere, they would have seen you in some industry forum, they would have interacted with you within the organization. And let me also tell you that in any organization, If you are getting any recognition from outside bodies, industry bodies or any of the conferences, awards, anything, it gets valued. It gets noticed very fast because organizations like to actually talk about the achievements of people who have received these awards or recommendations from outside bodies. So automatically you start getting noticed. Your personal brand will start getting built. And this personal brand will be extremely helpful for you in navigating through the political environment, the political challenges that you will face. Because let's assume that there are two people and you know you are one of them and there is somebody else who is trying to play some games with you, some politics with you. And when it reaches at a decision maker's level, somebody who is powerful, and if that person knows that you are somebody who has a thought leadership, who is an you know established person in the industry and the other person is not so well known, automatically what the other person is trying to do and saying gets discounted. And you will have a commanding position in front of that person. So that's why it's critical for you to build this personal brand, invest in it. Because this is where I've seen people going wrong. What they get totally engrossed with is their day-to-day work. 
you come in the morning you have so much work to do you somehow complete that go back in the evening very tired and then you forget this whole aspect of brand building look by just doing hard work you will not succeed you need to be smart in understanding what works in the corporate world and let me also tell you that as you move up the corporate hierarchy this aspect of personal branding becomes more and more important and you will have to spend more and more time in really building and strengthening your personal brand so if you say that i don't have time to do this then sorry it is not going to work for you you will not become successful at some stage you will get hit by something or other so that's the reason you know giving an excuse that i don't have time to build my personal brand is not acceptable and i never accept when people who work with me tell me that they are getting completely engrossed by day to day work and that's why they are not able to build that personal brand no this is the most important thing this is something where you will have to give your time and effort this is something which is so critical for you to become successful and reach the top so if you don't give time to it you will at some point or other suffer in a big way so that's why build personal brand build thought leadership and demonstrate that you are much better than others Now let's move to the third step. The third step is all about doing data-driven decision making. Now this is something which is very commonsensical, right? All of us are required to take decisions based on data. But unfortunately what happens is that as we spend more and more time in the corporate world, we start taking subjective decisions, decisions based on our gut feeling because we have to do so much work we are faced with so many challenges and if you start you know sitting and analyzing data for everything then it takes a lot of time and just to take a shortcut lot of times we take decisions by gut by just you know telling people to go ahead in a certain direction when you are faced with a political scenario somebody who is playing politics or the organization if it is very political in nature this will come and hit you back in a big way because what will happen is that people will start questioning your decisions how politics get played politics gets played by talking about things that you have done and showing them in negative light and there are times when there would be many people around you who want to move ahead of you and they will question your decisions and if those decisions are not driven by data you will find it very difficult to justify them in front of your superior and in front of those power centers people who are the final decision makers so that's why you need to embrace data driven decision making to mitigate the impact of subjective political influences and you need to utilize data and analytics to support your proposals and recommendations and presenting objective evidence can really help you counteract biases and favoritism that often accompany corporate politics and when your arguments are backed by solid data it becomes difficult for others to dismiss your ideas solely based on political motivations because if you have enough data if you have a clear defined reason for taking a decision nobody can question it and that's where you need to seriously start taking decisions based on data that's the step 3 of our plan to avoid the political pitfalls to avoid situations where people are playing politics against you and you still need to navigate through that don't work on your gut feeling don't work on 
traditional ways of decision making. Purely go for data driven decision making and that will really help you in a big way in establishing yourself somebody who takes proper decisions with the backing of data and people will find it very difficult to question your decisions and play politics against you. Helping you to achieve corporate success and the salary of your dreams. This is The Core Club. Now let's move to the fourth step. Fourth step is all about conflict resolution and diplomacy. Now this is one difficult thing that you need to master. It's not easy. But the challenge is that in a larger corporate environment, there are always conflicts. And you can't take a view that, you know, it's my way or highway. You can't just be rigid about things that you want to implement. And that's why diplomacy comes into play. So you need to master the art of conflict resolution and diplomacy to navigate contentious situations with finesse. This finesse is very much required. And when conflict arises, Approach them with a solution-oriented mindset. Don't get emotionally involved because that's where I've seen people have problems. Because in a conflict situation, people tend to become very emotional. And the moment you put emotions at the forefront, then you lose track of logic and you don't have a solution-oriented mindset. So look for the solution. Don't worry about you know issues around you know this guy is questioning me or somebody's creating problems. No, at the end of the day, if there's a conflict, find a solution, move on, get out of that situation. And you need to mediate conflicts by actively listening to all parties involved and finding common ground. Because listening also suffers in a conflict situation. And then demonstrate emotional intelligence by acknowledging different viewpoints and showing empathy. And your ability to navigate conflicts tactfully can help diffuse tense situations allowing you to maintain your professional reputation and credibility, which is very important because credibility is attached to the brand also. So that's critical and that you need to understand. So let's understand it this way. That here, organization is a set of people. There are a lot of people who work for the common goal. And different people will have different viewpoints, opinions. So there is bound to be conflict. But at the end of the day, there could be only one decision and you have to move in that direction. And chances are that more often than not, you will fall into conflict situation one-on-one or one-to-many also. And that's where you need to understand this whole navigation process because conflict is one area where maximum politics gets played, where people bitch about each other, where people go and complain and Viewpoints gets formed about people when they are faced with conflict situation. So that is where if you have a very solution oriented approach, if you are able to maintain your calm, if you are able to maintain your composure, then it works favorably for you. You get seen in a very positive light. And the reality is that corporate world always looks for people who are solution providers who are able to diffuse conflict situations. And that is where if people see you doing that, then it can work in a big way to really push your interest 
in the longer term, people will really see you very differently and people will not be able to play politics with you because then they would understand that this is not somebody who would react emotionally, who would actually can be played around with. Let's understand this way because people know that who are the people who can be played around with and they actually play around with them. They play games and they put them in difficult situations. But when they know that this is not a person, you're not somebody who can really fall into this trap, they will never play politics with you. So this is a very strong counter strategy that you can have to actually get out of political situation to ensure that company remains focused on achieving the final objective and all the people who are a part of the conflict situation, they probably look up to you to solve it. And that's a big plus. And that is the quality and characteristics that you need to develop. And that's why this step is extremely important to really neutralize the political impact within the organization, which could affect you negatively. And as a final step, and this one is a little long-term view that you need to take and, and you need to understand, you need to prepare yourself for. You need to establish yourself as somebody who supports disruptive innovation and risk-taking. Now, this is, this is very different from what we have spoken about so far. This is important because if you embrace a culture of disruptive innovation, and calculated risk-taking, then you can position yourself as a change agent. So you can propose bold ideas that challenge the status quo and address pressing organizational issues. Innovations that promise significant benefits can rally support from both peers and higher-ups. You have to understand that. And this would go beyond political barriers. This is extremely critical. Because ultimately, at the end of the day, as I said earlier also, organizations look for contributions, for solution providers. And if you are actually suggesting something which has a significant benefit for the organization, then people will not bother about you know, all this politics around you. And you will get support from all those power centers which are there in the organization. And by presenting solutions that align with the company's long-term vision and growth, you can gain recognition as a dynamic professional capable of driving positive change despite corporate politics. That's what you have to understand. Because see, there are two things you need to do and you would have seen you know, in this five-step plan. One, you need to understand the politics which is getting played, have strategies to counter them and then do few more things where people don't even touch you. They don't bother to touch you. They can't touch you. And that's where if you establish yourself as somebody who proposes bold ideas, who is you know, able to take risks, deliver things which are in the interest of the organization, then people will fear you. They will not try to mess around with you. You have to understand that. So this is a different level of strategy. Here, you are actually building a wall around you so that people don't touch you. They don't play games with you. And that's why this strategy is also very important in the long run. Where first, you have understood the power centers, you have mapped the centers of power, you have aligned yourself well with them. And then beyond that, you have built your brand, you have understood the role you can play in managing conflicts. And beyond that, you really try to position yourself as someone who is beyond politics. And by actually operating at a level where you are thinking 
of the larger organization goal where these power centers, the key decision makers see you as someone who thinks about the larger organization, you are actually forcing people not to mess around with you, not to play politics with you. And this could be extremely useful for you in supporting your career goals, in moving towards the crore club, in finally reaching the top and getting one crore salary per annum. So I'm sure you would have found this five-step plan useful and you would have also realized that it's not about saying that, oh, I don't want to play politics and then I want to just keep away from it. I don't play games. No, it's beyond that. It's more about preparing yourself to become successful in an environment where politics is bound to be there where competition is bound to be there, where people would do everything possible to push you out and will do everything possible to actually affect your interests negatively. And that's where if you implement this five-step plan, you will be first understanding about power centers, you will be preparing yourself, you will have tools like data-driven decision-making about your ability to navigate conflicts and then finally build a wall around you where people don't touch you. So that's why this five-step plan is extremely powerful and you must work out your own plan based on these five steps that I have proposed to you because if you don't have this plan working for you, then it will be very difficult for you to reach that top 1% level because at some point or other, somebody will come and hit you. Something will come and hit you and that's the reason. Build your strategy, build your complete plan so that you come out successful at the end of it. I will see you in the next episode. Thank you for tuning in. You've been listening to The Core Club. And Johnny is a successful CXO level corporate professional and entrepreneur. He's been doing this for two and a half decades. And he's coached more than 5,000 people to achieve corporate success and the salary of their dreams. We hope you've enjoyed the show. If you did, make sure to like, rate, and review. We'll be back soon. But in the meantime, find us on Instagram and YouTube at Kumar. And to reach out, send us an email at team at njohnnybkumar.com. See you next time on The Core Club.